This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura and Angela. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. We love AdamandEve.com. You're listening to a podcast called This Is Why You're Single. And, you know, everyone needs sexy stuff, whether you're in a relationship or you're single, you're having a night alone, you're having a date night, right? Yep. All my friends that listen to our show, they always say that our Adam and Eve ads are their favorite ads because they're like, we just love hearing you talk about vibrators. We love vibrators. I have a little nightstand drawer. It's got a little tiny vibrator in it. I feel like everyone should have a little, a little toy next to their bed. Yeah, I have a box that's, I was like, you know, a late in life bloomer when it comes to, to these things. So I have a, a collection that's slowly growing. Oh, I'm, I love that it's growing. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like your garden. Exactly. And I water it with Adam and Eve. <laughs> and guys, you should too. Go to adamneve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Go to adamandeve.com. Come and use our code SINGLE at checkout. That's S-I-N-G-L-E at adamandeve.com. Use our code SINGLE at adamandeve.com. Now, now let's, let's start, start the, the show. show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is celebrating the small stuff. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, how to make a marriage last if you rush to the altar, and how your parents influence who you're attracted to. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who hates that her boyfriend smokes and another listener who must choose between two loves. We also are going to read a nice note from someone who recently moved to Hong Kong and has been using This Is Why You're Single to cure her homesickness. Oh, So cute. Uh, but first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. Uh, what's going on in your week, girl? Um, I am deep in the midst of bachelorette party planning. By the time this episode airs, hopefully it will have gone off without a hitch. But um, it's I've never done this before. It's a lot of pressure. Are you in charge of throwing it? Um, I kind of took it upon myself. That's the other thing. So my friend that I'm throwing it for is very low key. She really would be just as happy to not have anything at all. So this is interesting because you don't strike me as the like as like a necessary like you don't strike me as a as a oh my god we, but we have to have throw a party. Well, that's like me, and you're the opposite right. of me. Well, I'm like we have to have an acknowledgement of this my milestone in your life kind of thing, like. Uh, so yeah I'm not a planner definitely doesn't come naturally to me but I'm like we have to whether you want it or not we're gonna do something with our friends and just you know have a nice time um but I don't want to foist anything upon her that she's not into so like no penis paraphernalia I'm following that very strict rule yeah I'm not into that no either. that's, I, I that's the thing is that. like I don't want to be around that anyway yeah what about strippers <laughs> no deaf no strippers yeah her and I are very much on the same page about when strippers and our relationship with strippers and how awkward we are we are around strippers we've been to bachelorette parties where uh 
We saw them humping our friend's genitalia, and we're just both not into that. See, this is where you and I agree. I'm also not into <laughs> penis draws or strippers. For my bachelorette party, I I did like a, you know, it was definitely extravagant, but in a different way. Like I had all my friends go to Nicaragua, and I just wanted to do yoga on the beach, have healthy food. And Who needs it, penis draws? Who needs penis draws when you're in Nicaragua on a beach? And like eat yummy food. We went like horseback riding. Um, but there was one night and like for some reason I had one friend who meant well but like really thought that I wanted like that I secretly would regret if I didn't like go crazy and like have shots and I just was like trying you know I was trying to be very healthy like before the wedding and I and also I'm not a big drinker you know like I got that all out of my system early on sure and and I like didn't really want to do shots and she was like no we gotta go out we gotta go out into town and like do shots and I was like I really don't want to, but I'd also don't want to be a party pooper. If everyone else wants to like go out to town, they're like, yeah, let's go out to town. So we did. And like, I'm having a great dinner, drinking a margarita. And then like they order sh- and like, and this one for, like orders shots. And I'm like, I don't want fucking shots. Stop. I, you got to know your friends. Like what works for you doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Yeah. Like I, I did not want the damn shots. Like if someone says they don't want penis draws on strippers or shots, that is not secret code for please do <laughs> penis draw strippers and shots. And the funny thing is like in planning all this, like all my friends have such different personalities that we know that eventually we'll have like my one friend. We're like, you're like the wild ones. Like when it's your bachelorette party, we're like going to Trinidad. We're doing carnival. You're going to be like Rihanna in a sparkly bikini. And we'll get that out of our systems then. Yes. And then they're like, Angela, for you, like, I think we're going to go to like see Cher in Las Vegas. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> Which now we have to do that. I hope I get engaged before Cher ends her residency in Vegas so that I can have, wait for it, a batch Cher Lorette. Oh my God. Oh my God. So good. So good. So the wow. clock is ticking. Ian. Ian, get your shit together because, oh, that is what you need for your batch Cherette. Yeah. I already searched to see if anybody's used, used that hashtag. And Nobody it's only has. people that have misspelled bachelorette. <laughs> It doesn't surprise me at all. So yeah, what what we're doing along the lines of like, you know, personalizing for the person. She's vegetarian. So we're going to a nice vegetarian restaurant. And then we got an Airbnb in Manhattan. And we're just going to do like a huge elaborate slumber party where um, she likes the Kardashians. We're playing pin the lips on the Kylie. Um, her, she's marrying a British guy. So we're all be, got little tiny um, British lady hats. So wear. cute. So cute. Um, and she keeps saying that she doesn't want to call it a bachelorette party. She wants to call it a chill feminist hang. Okay. <laughs> so I got tattoos that say chill feminist hang. Oh, that's so good. Um, Etsy, with right? her fiance's face on them. Yes. You can always count on Etsy yeah. for weird specific stuff. I know. I also, somebody that I follow on Twitter uh, at Eve, Eve, E wing who is great she goes by wikipedia brown she usually talks about much more serious things but she she referred to her bachelorette party as her pre-wedding sisterhood covening and retreat which i also like as an alternative to bachelorette whatever you want to call it it's a thing about bonding with your community of women which i am a huge fan of at multiple parts in your life so this Amen. is this is great so yeah i'll let you know how my 
hashtag chill feminist hang goes. Yeah, let me know. But so far, so good. Uh, what are you up to? Well, well, you're being a great friend. I'm up, <laughs> I'm up to being a shit friend. Oh, and good. I, I need your opinion. So one of my friends is having her bachelorette in Santa Barbara. You know, I grew up in California. I have a lot of friends out there. And I really want to go. But it's like three days after another trip that I just get back from. And like a week before another trip that I have. And then I have a friend's bridal shower. Um, and then... And then another friend's baby shower. And, th- and they're all just like within the same time and like in between these like selfish trips I want to go on or that I'm already going on, you know, like b- I'm going to like South by Southwest just to like hang out sure. um, and support HeadGum who's doing like a big event there. And I- am I being a bad friend if I if I don't go to these things? Like I know these are important parts in my friend's lives and they're all very understanding. Like, oh, you live in New York. You live in New York. We don't expect you to come out just for my afternoon, you know, bridal shower, baby shower, but they're not, if they were like all the same weekend, like if two of my, you know, if two friends had something that was like the same weekend, I'd be like, Oh, I got to go. I got to go. But they're like all back to back. And I like, don't know how to choose. And then I would be like coming back from a trip and then leaving like two days later, flying out to California. And like some Uh, people do that. And then coming back and leaving for another trip. I feel like I'm an asshole. And, but you're not. I, I also would be so exhausting and I wouldn't get any work done. You anytime know? that you invite somebody from out of state to attend something, I think that you know that it's a 50 50 shot that they're going to attend anyway. And then when they do, though, you're like, this is super friend, right? Yeah, but do you yeah. care about that? Do I want to be a good friend? That is something like I strive for. I mean, for you should as- want to be a good friend, but not at the risk of spending tons of money <sighs> traveling back and forth and. And exhausting going yourself. back, yeah, going back and forth. Like I'd be doing like three trips within like a month, and and then at this it'd be like five. It'd be just crazy. Okay, can I? I I do like being a part. Being a good friend is something like I really like want a part of my identity. I want to be a good friend. That is something important to me. Okay, can I tell you my idea of how I was gonna kind of make it up to them? Are you just you're, you're gonna just go? That's what's gonna wind up happening. No. Okay. Good. Okay. So for the baby shower, my friend is mostly plant based. So I was gonna send like really fancy vegan vegan phonets to the to the baby shower. That I think that's a great idea. In like baby blue, you know. Yeah. Maybe coordinate with the person who's throwing it because who did that? Maybe they have phonets. I did that. that. I did that. I said I'd like to do something because I can't be there. Okay. And then, uh, you know, but I could always change my mind. Uh, (laughs) Now you can't. (laughs) And then for the bridal shower, um, they're doing like like a little like retreat in like the middle of California. So I was going to call the hotel, and while they they you know I was a part of the itinerary on the invite, I was going to send like champagne and chocolate covered strawberries to like the pool time hang i think those are both great ideas do you think that makes it up for me not being there yeah because i think you have a legitimate excuse for not going you know that i live halfway that you live halfway across the country and then you have a bunch i guess all the way traveling pre yeah all the way across the country and you you know you have all this traveling that you had arranged ahead of time before knowing about these parties um yeah what i mean whatever Okay. I think it's okay. All right. I just really needed your confirmation. It's not like they're your best friends, right? They're good friends, but they're not best friends. They are very close friends. I would consider them besties. All right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) the other, the other excuses still apply. But as Nick says, I have a lot of besties. So that's true. You do. But it's because at different points in my life, people, I was like extremely close and they were my bestie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and like as you know, things ebb and flow in your life and like you kind of like go in and out with people like that bond will never die. Sure. 
on that note, it is time for us to talk about what's in the news. What have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so Hello Giggles posted an article about um, if you were tied for uh, uh, tied the knot after six months or less of dating, uh, here's what marriage counselors want you to know. This was inspired by our girl Amy Schumer. She got unexpectedly married real quick about a month ago to um, a guy that she had been dating for just a few months, a chef named Chris Fisher. And this article was written by Kara Sprunk, who, unless there's two Kara Sprunks out there, is one of my former interns. Hey, Kara. At a magazine. So very cool. Yeah. Thanks for the content. Um, So what Kara did was she uh, spoke to three different marriage counselors and she put together eight pieces of advice for how to make a marriage last if you don't really know each other that well. Run through it. Because um, research, the reason that she did this was research has found that most couples today, most couples today date for nearly five years before they get married and that waiting three years before you get married substantially lowers your likelihood of divorce. Holy shit. According I used to, to research. This is great because I made Nick feel bad about taking so long to <laughs> propose, but he was simply following the research and we got married at like five and a half years yeah. after being together solid good job nick wow he's like ahead of the research like he's so smart he knows this without even reading this stuff we are gonna be married for the rest of our lives our (laughs) divorce rate is lowered which i knew anyways because also like both of our parents are married that apparently also like lowers your divorce rate according to statistics and a whole bunch of other things that we fall under so i'm not even worried we're no and now this is just another thing to add to how i'm gonna how successful your marriage is. yeah exactly yeah because even though i will definitely be rooting for amy schumer the odds are not in her favor so but we have advice for her so we're gonna help amy schumer out. great let's do it okay so number one bit of advice they said talk about everything they interviewed a marriage and family therapist who said be open about what's bothering you express what you like um it's all because you're still getting familiar with each other. So you need to be outspoken about your wants and needs. Seems like good advice for anyone. Yeah, because they won't know it instinctually. So you just have to say. Um, number two, don't forget to listen. If you develop healthy communication patterns, you'll be a good listener. And that's very important. This is true. It's like, yeah, it's part of like, you know, and that that's harder than you think, the listening. Right. Because once you're together for a long time, the conversation just flows naturally and you don't really have to think about it. Right. But think about like when you first start seeing somebody and all the the silences feel like loaded and, and then, then marrying that person. And then also like when you're talking, you're thinking about what you're going to talk about. Even when like the per- or and then when the person's talking, you're thinking about what you want to say next. That's something I still do. Yeah. And, and you have to think like, nope, don't think about what you want to say next. Just listen to them. Right. And that's a big thing early on in relationships. Yeah. Because you want to sound smart and funny and perfect. Yeah. Um, so number three, work on developing your trust because trust does come with time and you don't have the benefit of time. So uh, you can develop trust by following through with what you say. You're actions speak louder than words all right yeah that seems like a quote on a pillowcase it's also a show tune so (laughs) i believe it's true okay uh number four accept your partner for who they are acceptance is the rule don't try to change the other person if there are issues go to therapy and get help right away before it gets worse i like that you know don't don't hate on therapy maybe it'll help you yeah 
Um, number five, don't make assumptions. When you're getting to know someone, it can be easy to assume things, but you should never jump to any conclusions in a new marriage. So I ask do that, questions. I don't do that as with Nick, really. Just I like trust him and we like communicate. But that's come with time, right? It's definitely come with time. But like I do make assumptions. I notice this with people that I don't know as well with other people in my life. Oh my God. This is like number five is something I'm really bad at with like people I don't know as well is I just like assume if I if I don't get an email back in like I don't know over like a week we can have I like assume the person hates my guts and like is mad at me for something I don't know what I did like I I'm always making assumptions and my brain goes into crazy spirals even with like you know friends if I text them and then I don't get a text back I'm like oh god did I accidentally say something that someone told them and like now they're mad at me but like I didn't even mean to say it like what did why would they be mad at me right and even when they do text you like when if Ian texts me like okay I'm like Oh yeah, okay. That that means that it's okay. But like when you first meet somebody, if they just say okay, you're like, uh, you're like, fuck. Uh, what did I do? Let me ask ten follow up questions to make it okay. hundred uh, percent. So number six, practice good conflict skills. Um, so the there's this doctor cloak that they uh, interviewed, and he said um, he has advice for any relationship. It's to know how to fight fairly, and he calls it Wave, which is an acronym. W is for wait until you are calm until you calm down to talk. This that's what I I get really worked up. I need to I need to do the wait to you need calm to down. Take a breath. I've gotten better at asking for the wait, but but that's good. Yeah, but Nick Nick is like he, he calms down way quicker than I do. Like I get really worked up, but he's just a more like even keeled chill person. Right. So like he's like, well, I'm ready to talk about it now, and I'll be like. No, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm similar to Nick. I mean, you and I, that's a problem when you and I have had arguments because... I need to. Cal- I need time to calm down and you calm and down I'm way like, quicker. Well, I, the only thing that will calm me down is like resolving it. So yeah. I'm like, let's talk about it now. Yeah, and I need time to calm down. Yeah, that's a problem I, I have it with like... Yeah, anyone that I'm in an argument with is like, I really need like some time to just chill and quiet until I calm down. And then I'm fine. And then once I like... Once the bubbles go away, then I'm then I'm good, you know. But but yeah, you and Nick are like the same. You're just you just like um, a little yeah. Just a little, you don't get as worked up as quick, so then you don't really need to do the 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 W and the, the wave. wave. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, W is wait so you calm down. A is acknowledge your partner. You said that you really didn't like what I said, saying something like that. Um, V is for validate their right to feel as they do. Oh, I like that one. And E is for empathy. Try to see what they are saying from their point of view. I could get better at all of these. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember wave. It's really easy to remember. Yeah. Um, you got two more tips two for more Amy. Real, real quick ones. Number seven, invest a lot of time. Take the time to get to know the person, even once you've been married. That seems self-explanatory. Yeah. Don't forget to kiss before leaving the house. That oh, kind of romantic stuff. And finally, number eight, watch out for jealousy, which is definitely something that I think plagues newer relationships more than older ones. Uh, they said uh, Dr. Bernstein laid out some specific behaviors to watch out for. Having to account for every moment you're away from your partner, noticing that you always pay for everything and doing things for your partner without reciprocation. I do notice that with time, I've gotten less like I'm, I'm not even like a huge big jealous person at least at least compared to how I hear like you know some of my friends talking about you know people or girls hanging out with with their their guys I always thought like I was super chill but then there were moments where I realized like whoa I do I feel like 
who's this bitch you know right well <laughs> but but that's like gone away a lot with time a time Same. you because i think it's well, like the trust, earlier point trust develops yeah exactly because right? not that i don't care like if some bitch is coming you will you will up in my my business you will cut her i will cut her yeah but i you know my trust is strengthened good i'm so glad uh so anyway we Great. just saved Amy Schumer's marriage. Hopefully she listens to this podcast. Check. Um, and if she does, come on it. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, all right. So I have been, you want to know what I've been reading? Yeah. I've been reading Vice. This is an article by Justin LaMiller called Your Parents Influence the Type of People You're Attracted to. Ooh. And I love this article because I feel like you and I have had these conversations a lot. So he writes, there's a growing body of work suggesting that our parents shape who we're attracted to. And there's this new study that was just published in the Journal of Evolution and Human Behavior. And here's what they did in the study. In the study, 769 heterosexual women and 149 gay men from the Czech Republic viewed silhouettes of nude men who varied in body type. They were asked then to select the image that most closely resembled their current or recent partner, their ideal partner, and their dad, or at least as they remembered him in childhood. So okay. like a younger version of their dad. Mm-hmm. There turned out to be a small but statistically st- significant association between the body shape of participants' fathers and their ideal partners. <gasps> Which is like kind of creepy, but interesting. Specifically for straight women, regardless of whether their father was heavy, set, lean, or muscular, they tended to envision their ideal partners having a similar body type. Uh, and this finding was most pronounced among women who reported having a positive relationship with their dad growing up. And I think this is really funny because you and I both love our dads. And like we all, and you've talked a lot on the podcast about how, how you're into like more of like a heavier set guy. And yeah. I've met your dad and he's, he's a, a heavy hev- set guy. He's a heavy set guy. But it's, I also really love that this study, they only looked at the silhouette. So right. it wasn't like features. No, it's something not- about that freaks me out it's not this is different this is it seems sounds a lot of similar to like creepy freudian stuff but it's right it, but it's not it's not really it's different but pretty but reminiscent yeah know? like because i feel like he being like yeah i like a guy that looks like my dad but if you said to me picture the silhouette of your dad when he was younger are you into that kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like creepily like when my dad was at his skinniest like he kind of like has like nick's bod like he had like the chest hair like nick has and like like i don't know it's once i read the study i was like oh my god angela and i are creepy <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> but you know what we're not alone we're not alone at all um among gay men the effect was more limited only those with skinny fathers this is funny skinny fathers showed a preference for leanness in their ideal partners this means that having a muscular a heavyset father was not linked to a preference for those traits among gay men. Further, unlike heterosexual women, the quality of a relationship with one's father didn't really matter for the gay guys. Hmm. So like for gay guys, even if they hated their skinny dad, (laughs) they might show like a preference for like skinny partners. Right. Um, Another 2013 study found that participants who were born to older parents tended to be attracted to older persons in adulthood. So like a lot of our parents really affect who we're into. Man, isn't that crazy? It really puts a lot of pressure on you when you're like going to have a child. So you're like, man, everything I do will affect this. this I being. know. <laughs> and here, I'll tell you why. So one thing is that, you know, they're not exactly sure, but there's a few theories on why this is. And one of those theories is exactly what you're saying. Humans, like many animals, go through a sexual, quote, imprinting process at a very young age. So during a critical period in development, we learn to associate the traits of our caregivers with those of a desirable mate. So 
we yeah you know yeah everything affects your kid um in the end there's a lot of factors that go into what makes us attracted to someone and of course there are exceptions to every rule so if you're like i don't know like my dad doesn't look anything like my partner like yes of course you're this is not a rule for everyone. The author concludes, while there does seem to be something to this idea that we're attracted to people who resemble our parents on some level, it's far from a foregone conclusion that you're going to end up with a partner who looks like your mom and dad. So, you know, but very interesting. And yeah. You and I at least fall under this study, you know, somewhat. We deaf do. We deaf do. It's weird. All right. We're going to jump into the mailbox, but first let's take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors. <laughs> We would like to thank our sponsor, Movement. Spring is right around the corner and Movement is dropping all new sunglasses to get you ready for the warmer weather. I know you thought I was going to say watches because they are the watchmakers where we get all of our cool sleek watches well guess what guys now they have sunglasses and they're solving the same problem with sunglasses that they solved with watches because here's the problem with sunglasses i've got all these cheap pairs they look really stupid i buy them for like five dollars off the street in brooklyn but you know and then i never want to wear them but then i'll buy like a super expensive pair and i'm like okay now i got ripped off or i get really bored well anyways our friends at movement they felt the same way so they have have made these awesome sunglasses. Now, I'm going to tell you some of my favorite pairs, and they have really cool names, by the way. They have ones called the Icon. They have, they're polarized, or they have that available. Um, all right, let me show you some of my other favorite pairs. There's ones called the Night Owl and the Weekend. You should check those out. And ones called the Prodigy are super cool. They even have yellow lenses. Anyways, check out their watches. We really love them. Now's the time you're probably going to need them. It's finally getting warm again. I'm going to Hawaii soon. I'm going to be wearing my movement sunglasses in Hawaii. Maybe you're going to Coachella. Maybe you're doing Nochella. Whatever it is, check out their sunglasses and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to M vmt.com slash single so that's movement with no vowels guys you know mvmt for how they've revolutionized the watch industry now is the time to check out their sunglasses go to mvmt.com slash single and join the movement we would like to thank our sponsor latote we love latote because we don't have to really shop it makes everything easier the clothes come to us every month once I you know I'll buy something then I get sick of it but that, that doesn't happen with Latote because you know by the time I get sick with it sick of it I can just mail my tote back and get new clothes and that's super useful if you're living in a small apartment like we are in New York City like you don't have a ton of space you can't keep all your clothes in the closet you have to have like bins of things like especially with the weather changing like you have your winter clothes and your summer clothes Le tote doesn't take up a ton of room because you have your three new items you send them back you get you replace them with three more. And accessories. It's amazing. And accessories. So much stuff. It's it's just, Purses. Great purses. It's so easy to use. If you're a picky person like me, you can pick exactly what's in your tote. If you like to be surprised like Angela, they can also just send you fashion right to your door and you don't have to do anything. It eliminates useless trips to the mall. It's just great. Yep. You rent up to $300 worth of clothing from designer brands like BCBG, Nike, Rebecca Minkoff for as low as $59 a month. You're not going to get Rebecca Minkoff at $59 a month. So Good luck great. with that. Um, you can get a box of fashion delivered right to your door and always have something new to wear. 
Go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter our promo code SINGLE at checkout to get 50% off your first month. From there, you'll get your completely customized tote within days. Wear it all, and when you're done, return the rest in the mail. They'll start prepping your next tote immediately. Again, that's latote.com. Enter our code SINGLE and always have something new to wear. All right, Angela, it is time for the mailbox. But first, before you get into our cues, we're going to answer. I want to read an email that we recently got that we both really loved. Yeah, we did. The subject was so thankful for your show. Um, I'm thankful for you. So she (laughs) writes, I relocated to Hong Kong and have been struggling through chasing after my dream of six years of working abroad, navigating a new, now long distance relationship that goes hot and cold amongst other issues and trying to figure out if this is what I really want. While I'm still trying to figure things out after six months, I just want to say how grateful I am for your show. I recently got into listening to podcasts during my bouts of homesickness. I love listening to your podcast because it's like listening to my girlfriend's talk. It makes me feel at home even when I'm 7,000 plus miles away from home. Thanks, ladies. That we just so nice. I know. Whenever we get, and she didn't even have a question for us. Like she says, she's got like issues in her relationship, but she didn't even have questions. It's just you know, she even I we lo- don't get us wrong. We love getting our listener questions, but it's also so nice just to get a uh, a you know a nice a little thank a nice you. Little note. And it's nice to know like what people like about the show. Like right, she likes that that we're like her girlfriends. Which is how we see ourselves. Yeah, we see ourselves as your friends, guys. Yeah, like we say, like we're we're not therapists, but we will give you best girlfriend advice. And when we need an expert, we do try to get to the science of things. That's why we read studies and news stories, and we try to bring on therapists and and people all that sorts have of people all sorts of people that are experts in their field when it comes to dating, sex, and relationships. So, um, but we're so glad that that we achieved our goal of being like your best friends yeah so thanks for sending us this note yeah and have fun in hong kong yeah have fun enjoy it there i've never been i would love to go no all right angela what do we have in the mailbox for us to answer this week okay first up we have a question from hannah hannah writes i started dating my boyfriend since the beginning of october and things are going really well great he's i know so far so good he's sweet funny he has his life put together and is such a gentleman the only problem I have is that he is a smoker. Oh, no. Blech. I used to think smoking was attractive, but that was until I dated a smoker. He doesn't smoke a ton, but enough to where it bothers me to have to wait for him to finish smoking before we go into a restaurant, movie, etc. Even though we haven't been dating too long, things are steady and seem to be getting serious. I'm just wondering on how I should confront him about my issue with him smoking. I don't like to kiss him after. Ugh, I hate that. And and it's, I could never kiss a smoker. Yeah. And it's not a pleasant smell. Plus, secondhand smoke. No thanks. He is in the Marines, so it's a little difficult since all of his buddies do it. And that seems to be what you do when you're in the military. Help! Oh, this is such a tough one because, like, things are going great. He's basically perfect except for this one vice. This is what I have to say about that because I'm particularly very sensitive to smoking. Like, I... You know, my friends even went through little phases when we were in New York where they smoked and like they knew how much I hated it. And I I was probably like a little passive aggressive about how much I hated it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could ever date somebody that was a smoker, but it's a real bummer when like they meet so many of your other checklists of things that you, you want in a person. And he does seem so great. 
the thing about this vice, unlike other vices, is that it's a vice that like can directly affect your health. And that's where like I really draw the line when right. somebody's doing something that can affect your health. And, and the your... health of the person that you care about that's it, smoking. Yeah, exactly. I It does, yeah, there's a certain culture of like being in the Marines. It'd be like probably telling like a baseball player, like stop chewing tobacco. And he's like, look, that's just what we do, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think you can have a talk with him and say, hey, I, you know, I really, really like you. I I hope this doesn't come across as offensive or, you know, as bother you. But, you know, it didn't, you know, I I, maybe it wasn't bothering me at first, but I I really don't like the smoking. I understand if it's something you want to do, but like long term, I just, you know, I, I can't be around it. If at the very least, if you could just not smoke around me for my own health, because I've chosen to be a healthy person who doesn't smoke. And, and if you are going to smoke, like I really don't like, you know, I love, I love kissing you, but not when it tastes like cigarettes at all. And, you know, it's just, it's just going to get worse. Cause I've seen people that have been like married for decades and like, and then like, you know, they, at some point they finally have had, and they're like, you better stop smoking, you know? (laughs) And it's like, you got to like nip it in the butt now. And you just got to tell them like, of course he probably knows the health issues with smoking at this point. Like everybody does. And whatever reason they decide to smoke is like, I don't understand it. I mean, I think people know the um, health risks, but I don't think they fully understand it until you see an older person who's been smoking their whole life. I grew up around smokers um, and my, like my grandma had emphysema. My dad can hardly breathe. I've been begging or yeah, I was begging my grandma to stop smoking, beg my dad to stop smoking. They won't. And it really debilitates you when you get older. So like, I don't know. I feel like Google some stuff and show them. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And like maybe tell them a personal story. Like for me, I, you know, my grandma smoked early on and she lived with us as she was dying from cancer and like, like lived in my bedroom with me as I could like, I would like stay up at night listening to her, her cough and like barely breathe. Like it sounded like it'd be like her last breath. And as she was going through chemo treatment, she, she lived with us like, right. like, and died in our house. So like I watched that, like I, just like you, I've like seen the effects that it has on, on people. And it's just for me, I could not, I wouldn't be able to date a smoker. In your case, it sounds like you really like this guy and you want to make it work. So I would just tell him like, I think you have to make the decision. Are you okay with him smoking as long as it's not around you? You know, for me, that wouldn't even, that would not be okay. Like I I think for now it's okay because it's such a new relationship and she can't necessarily like get in there and like start telling him to change stuff about his life. But like for now, I think it's totally reasonable to be like, just don't do it around me because it's like grosses me out. And and it's dangerous for me. Whatever. But yeah, I think in the long run, if you're together for a while, you can be like, I love you. I want you to be alive and not suffering later in life. So like, can we talk about like getting you, weaning you off smoking, maybe doing some electronic vaping type things. I know. And like, you know, you don't want to like get too deep into it and then give him like an ultimatum because that is unfortunate for both of you guys. But I I have seen that happen. Like I've had friends who say like, I'm not going to get married unless you stop smoking. And like eventually they did. They like wouldn't get married unless they stopped smoking. And like it eventually worked, but it was hard. And they went through like a big struggle, you know? But yeah, I think nowadays with vaping... (laughs) there there are options yeah vaping still spoke pretty bad for you though but yeah, at least but it's it not doesn't taste i guess as bad or or it, maybe it's i don't like know less 
the secondhand smokes maybe not as bad. I don't, I don't know. I'm not an I know expert. During some phase when my dad was trying to quit smoking, the electronic cigarettes worked for him. Oh, okay. briefly. They still have tobacco, but they I don't know. It's just it's less and it weans you off. That's good. Well, look, let it, look into your options. Yeah. Look into your options. Let us know what happens. All right. Next question from Liana. Liana says, I'm writing to you because recently I found myself in a situation I thought happened only in the movies and would appreciate your insight. Ooh, I know. Intriguing. So she says, a little less than two years ago, my boyfriend about eight months left me because of missing attraction. He said he'd like to stay friends. And guess what? We actually did. Then about half a year later, I met this new great guy and we fall in love with each other. Uh, we have now been together for over a year. However, I have still been friends with my ex this whole time. Everything was fine until recently my ex decided it was a good time to tell me he loves me. First time in his life he has ever said it to someone. As recently we had been spending more time uh, with each other and I kind of enabled it. He is basically ready to marry me and give me the wonderful life I deserve. Naturally, I too have developed feelings for him. Now, my question is, how do I find out who I would like to spend the rest of my life with? Who is the right person for me? I love my current boyfriend and moving in together has come up. However, the reason I have spent so much time with my ex is because we have a lot more things in common than my current boyfriend and I, although I think we can improve on these things. I'd like to also add that I recently turned 27 and my ex is turning 28 in a few months while my current boyfriend is turning just 25 in the next few months. He may be just a little younger than I am, but I am also his first girlfriend. So he has a little, he has little experience in romantic relationships. I'll be glad and thankful to hear your thoughts and how I figure out my feelings, decide who I should give the chance to be with me. It is very hard situation for me as in either case, someone will get hurt. Oh, this is a tough one. This is just like in a movie. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I've said this before that like if you leave your current relationship for someone else who's been trying to get you, I feel like the trust will be an issue because if you go back with your ex, you left someone for your ex. Is your, isn't your ex going to wonder like is she, she could just leave me at any second if some right. other guy tries to woo her away. So just keep aware of that. You know, like this is why like when you cheat on someone with someone else and then you like go and try to be with that someone else, like no one's going to trust each other ever because right. you, they knew you cheated. Um, so I would be careful with that. Maybe it's not as bad in this situation since it's like an ex and you had already like kind of established you know, something and mm -hmm. some kind of trust. So maybe, you know, maybe he, he will trust you. They both sound like great guys. It does sound like you have maybe more in common with your ex and he's a little older and it, and it sounds like from this email that you're looking for something more serious and that it looks like you're wanting to settle down. Although your current boyfriend sounds great and sounds like a good guy and sounds like you, he, has talked about wanting to move in with you and is open to things becoming more serious. I'm a little hesitant because he is 25 and you're his first relationship. I think it's going to take him a lot longer. And if you are looking to settle down and like in your mind, these guys are pretty much equal. I think one of them is probably more ready to settle down than the other. Well, what do you yeah. think? I agree with everything you said. And I would say two other things. One is that regardless of like what happens with the ex, maybe the, your current relationship is just not the right relationship for you just by virtue of the fact that you're considering this. 
Like, I, I think that when you're in a relationship, it's normal to kind of think of like, oh, what would happen if I, I was like with this other person? But to really seriously be considering it like you are like, I can't I, I consider myself to be in a happy relationship and I can't imagine myself seriously considering being with someone else. I think it would be like a red flag if I was. So maybe you shouldn't be with anyone. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely. Also, definitely. Maybe not with this current guy. Even. And also another thing that's kind of throws a wrench in because I agree with everything Angel said mm-hmm. is that your ex. It's great that you're the first person th- that he's ever said. I love you too. Not that that necessarily matters, but but it seems like he's he takes that very seriously from the way you've written in. But do you think that is there a possibility that he's just trying to woo you out of like jealousy or you know you guys stayed friends so like in the back of his mind he probably always thought like that he kind of had you or if he if he changed his mind he could have you back right but now you're getting serious with your current boyfriend and about to move in with him and then he changes his mind he's like well, wait oh oh no i now oh shit maybe she's not going to be totally available whenever i want her so oh wait i love you oh uh, i would want to marry you like I'm a little worried at his timing exactly. and his timing that he's only doing this because you're getting more serious with your current boyfriend. So I don't know. There's like downsides to both of these guys. Yeah. And that was my second point. Like don't get so swept up. And she says like he wants to marry me and give me the life I deserve, which is like way easier said than done. Right. And I also don't think like you should you trust him. You haven't dated him in a long time. I don't remember how long ago they broke up. But okay, two years ago. So you haven't dated in two years. You've been dating this other person. Your dynamic has totally changed with your ex. So like it wouldn't be a great idea to jump into a serious thing with him now and like start talking about getting married. Like you're going to have to explore this, like treat it like a new relationship because that's what it's going to be. Right. And I'm more like worried. Like, is he going to all of a sudden be like, actually, oh, the chemistry attraction actually isn't there after all, you know, because that's why he he left you at eight months because that was his excuse which you know what makes him think that that's gonna change like does maybe he does he only want you because you're unavailable yeah i mean that's like who knows maybe not but it's definitely it crossed my mind when i read the email right so i don't know yeah i don't know but you know so just i would say as you make your decision be aware of your ex's motives and you know, on the other hand, your current boyfriend sounds like a great guy, but beware that maybe he's not ready for the serious relationship that that you sound like you want. Yeah. So those two things to keep in mind. We hope that is helpful. If you guys want your listener questions answered or if any of you listeners have funny messages that you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is celebrating the small stuff. Yeah, you know, life can drag you guys down, drags us down, your job, your family, bad dating experiences. So it's important to find good stuff to celebrate at all times. You actually accomplish stuff all the time, but you don't celebrate it because society and pop culture only tell us to celebrate big stuff like birthdays and promotions and weddings. But there's tons of small stuff you can celebrate. This is true. Even if you're in a relationship and it's like your first serious, healthy, long-term relationship, I think it's totally okay to like, don't go overboard, but celebrate the (laughs) tiny anniversaries. Like, for example, my brother and his girlfriend, they recently celebrated their six-month milestone anniversary and they did this like really cute thing and got like a hotel. My brother hired a musician to come play their song and like they got like a 
pie that had stuff written on it. It was so cute. And I just think that, you know, you should never forget to celebrate the like smaller milestones in your life. I love that. Yeah. I mean, like, you know what? If you have been putting off going to the doctor forever, which is something that I do, and then you like, you made a doctor's appointment. You know what? Celebrate that. How would you celebrate it? Get yourself a pie. Unless what? you're going because you're... Right. No, no, Angela. No. I, know, I was just piggybacking off your brother getting a pie. No, but- you're going to the doctor to be <laughs> healthy. Don't go get yourself a smoothie. I know. Maybe this is why... I, by the way, just FYI, I'm the bad, Angela, bad. worst person to be around if your doctor told you to be on a diet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like people that I work with are like, oh, I'm not eating carbs right now. And I'm like, well, I just got these donuts if you want them. Every celebration, Angela's like, get a pie. <laughs> no, but, no but other I've things. Actually- I personally celebrate with food, but you can celebrate with, I don't know. What What do you like? What do you like to do? Whatever you enjoy doing. I like to like pamper myself. So, you know, go get yourself a facial, go get yourself a massage, go to like a yoga class that you've really been wanting yeah, to go a to manicure i love i love like pampering celebrations so like i find that really enjoyable but yeah i mean i have been reading i mean don't get me wrong i love a good pecan pie but <laughs> i have been reading like there's this like culture in america i forget which book i was reading about this where like every goddamn celebration involves food and it's like really toxic for like children growing up to like only celebrate like they associate like cake with anything good whatever so i've been trying to keep that in mind when i think of my celebrations you know of like yeah. of not thinking that like you know sugar sugary bad starchy foods have to do with like every single like celebration that we do i mean i just think there's something like beautiful and festive about indulging in something delicious but don't get me wrong i love milk bar mama fuku milk bar that birthday cakes off the hook but i'm just saying sure you know keep when you we are talking about celebrating the small stuff you know keep an open mind on how you celebrate not not always like right. stuffing things in the pie hole yeah literally um you can also celebrate by like giving yourself the night off like be like i don't you know what i can do my laundry tomorrow like let yourself relax watch your favorite movie watch it two times if you want also, when it comes to vacation days and requesting at work, a lot of times we wait to put in vacation days only when we have, you know, a big trip coming up. And a lot of times that's because, yes, vacation days are limited. But, you know, once a year, why don't you just use one of your vacation days to just like do nothing? And yes, I'm sure you could call in sick and then not lose one of your vacation days. But the whole day you're going to feel like a little guilty or like, oh, fuck, am I going to get in trouble? But like... Just use an actual vacation day and that way you can like Instagram the shit out of your day <laughs> and not worry about getting in trouble if that's what you want to do, you know, like go down to the beach, go down to a lake if you live not near a beach, go get a massage, you know, just celebrate little little milestones in your life. Yeah. If you do a great job at work, you know, reward yourself. Agreed. You said you bought yourself a piece of furniture that you needed. <laughs> well, I've been putting off buying furniture because I just can't make a decision. So, I mean, this totally goes against Laura's uh, not rewarding yourself with food, but works for me. When I buy a piece of furniture, I get a donut. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and I, but I do, I love, I, I'm not like against rewarding yourself with food. I'm just saying I was reading a book and it said to like, you know, be aware of right. of all celebrations involving sugar. And this is like how we grow up. And then it's like not healthy for our our psychology. Right. Well, yeah, know. you want to have a healthy relationship with food. Yeah, it may be, not, you know, maybe it's too late for me. But but I've been more aware of that. 
Anyway, on that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. So when you're celebrating your simple joys, you might be inclined to do a little victory dance. But what is a victory dance without some music? We're going to help you put together a simple joys playlist by having Laura complete the lyric to some celebration ditties in a game we call victory lapsed memory oh that's cute um all right so you're gonna be quizzing me i'm i don't know how great i'm gonna be at this because as we've said before like did you pick a bunch of broadway show tunes i didn't even though there are a ton of broadway show tunes (laughs) about simple joys I won't list them here. All right. Um, but we, we grew up with different music and movies and true. TV shows as we've learned. I tried to pick mainstream stuff. And I also, I'm giving you the I'm song. I'm not basic. No, you no, no. Just you just know, pick me. You know, accessible stuff. What? Oh my God. What's a good word? Go. Just go. Stuff that normal people know. What? <laughs> I'm not normal. <laughs> All right, Angela, go. I'm going to tell you the song and the band also. So you just have to fill in the lyric. So first song, Celebration, Cool in the Gang, uh, there's a party going on right here. A celebration to blank, blank, blank. To last all year. I'll give it to you. Yes. Throughout the years. You know, I went to enough bar and bat mitzvahs. Exactly. Where I had the gist of that. Very good. Okay. Well, the next lyric, because there's only so many songs about celebration, is also from Celebration by Cool and the Gang. It's the next part of the song. So bring your good times and your blank too. We gon' celebrate your party with you. So bring your bad one and your good ones too. Bring your good ones. Sorry, one more time. <laughs> and your bad ones too. We You're gonna- making up lyrics that I already read. <laughs> <laughs> You're filling in blanks that weren't there. Wait, what was the blank I was supposed to So fill? bring your good times and your bad ones too. <laughs> oh, I want you to be right, but... <laughs> And your laughter too. <laughs> I was singing this, the lyrics all wrong at all those bum mitzvahs. I think you should keep doing your version. <laughs> yeah, why would they want bad ones at a celebration? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just bring it all. All right, next one. The song One More Time by Daft Punk. Music's got me feeling so blank. We're going to celebrate, celebrate and dance so blank one more time. It's the same word both times. Can you like do that in the tune though? Music's got me feeling so blank. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so blank. Oh, oh yeah. One yeah. Okay. more time. One more time. Oh my god, okay, I know this at the clubs. <laughs> Music's got me feeling so hot. <laughs> <laughs> celebrate and dance so, so hot. hot. <laughs> okay, music's got me feeling so great. Celebrate and dance so great. No, that can't be right. Music's got me feeling uh so tight <laughs> oh <laughs> dance so tight <laughs> damn i give uh you sure you sure it's free oh music's got me feeling so free oh that's better word yeah maybe. This is why I, my career in songwriting didn't take off even though I, I studied it a little bit in college didn't take off all right what's next they're good guesses all right next keeping with our small stuff theme all the small things by blink 182 all the small things, true care, blank, blank. All the small things, true care, truth, bring. I- <gasps> you got it. <laughs> I wasn't even going to wait for the bell. Was I was my, so happy for you. That was my first concert I ever went to. I oh. love Blink-182 for life. And my 
gym teacher in high school's daughter, Sky Everly, married one of the people in the band. And With a name like that, that's your destiny. She worked at MTV during career day. I got to make the poster welcoming Sky Everly. She personally thanked me and gave me like 10 MTV stickers that I put like all over my notebooks. Anyways, I'm obsessed with Blink-182 still to this day. Yeah, I just had like a flashback to remember Say What Karaoke? I feel like that was your Say What Karaoke moment. Yeah. Okay, next song lyric. We are the champions by Queen. We are the champions, my friends, and we'll keep on blank till the end. We are the champions, my friends. We'll keep on fighting till the end. You got it. These are all kind of bar bar mitzvah. I have like my my heart is beating so fast. I have like so much anxiety. (laughs) You're doing well. You're doing well. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, This next one is a song called Right Now Taste the Victory by Britney Spears. It was actually one of her Pepsi songs. Oh. So granted, you might not remember it. Damn. But I. But maybe you could just figure it out. I can still picture her Pepsi ads. She was so hot. Okay. Feel it. Taste the victory. Feel it burning, burning inside of blank. Burning inside of you? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, that wasn't my guess. That okay. wasn't. All right, Hold you get your another hand. one. You oh, get wait, another one. Step away from the buzzer. Can you do it again? Um, feel it, taste the victory. Feel it burning, burning inside of blank. Burning inside of your throat. Burning inside of your body. Burning inside of you. No, it's not you. I already guessed that. Burning inside of your heart. Your heart. <laughs> No, it's burning inside of me. The victory was burning inside of Britney Spears. Oh, bummer. Okay, this is the final final one. Final question. All I do is win by DJ Khaled. You're going to get this one. I feel it. All I do is blank, 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 all I no do matter is, what. All I do is win, 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 win. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a good song. It is. And that's what you guys, too, do. <laughs> all you do is win. Keep on winning. Celebrate those small victories. We hope. Thank you for um, coming up with this quiz for me. No problem. You nailed it. Uh, Not so much, but (laughs) I tried. Try your best. And and that's a victory I can celebrate. Yes. With not a piece of cake. I'm going (laughs) to choose this Perrier water. Great. Anyways, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. You can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. You can follow our personals. I am at Sparadactyl, like my last name, but the dinosaur. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram. Instagram is what I'm on most, peeps. Same. Um, I don't really use Twitter anymore. Well, sometimes still follow me. I like to have the follows. I'm at Laura Lane because the Instagram girl wouldn't give me Laura Lane, even though I offered her some cash money. Anyway, not better. Um, you can also like and subscribe to us on iTunes and comment that we love that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>